Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL fantasy football podcast. Each week, my co-host, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer and myself, delve into your fantasy choices and hopefully help you out on your way to victory. Find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com. You can find both links for the video and the audio uh, podcast right there, right on the homepage. Easy, just click. And you can also go to my Bob Real YouTube channel, which is where the video will take you. So recapping how we did last week, well, you have been spreading the love on Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase for weeks. This was the week they finally went off. 481 and four touchdowns for Burrow, two to Chase, who had 130 yards. You also were off Lamar Jackson, which I wasn't sure was going to happen. You were dead on there, too. Perhaps his worst day ever was seven fantasy points. Joe Burrow, by the way, in some leagues, got as many as 60 fantasy points. Now, we both love Kenneth Walker. He rose again, even did better, 168, two scores. Uh, you were sold on Daniel Jones, 202 passing, 107 rushing. You like Tyler Boyd with his eight for 158 and a touch. Yeah, you're getting pretty good at this. Uh, you know, <laughs> both like Juju for seven yeah. for 124 to score. That was solid. Neither one of us liked Aaron Rodgers. 184, pedestrian at best. Gus Edwards came from out of nowhere, 66 yards, two scores. I said to lay off Kenyon Drake after his 119. All he did was get 11 carries for five yards and no catches. Um, Not him, you. (laughs) uh, Injuries. Look for backups to the Joku, Matt Ryan, Brees Hall, all facing significant injuries. James Robinson got traded to the Jets to replace Hall, so he'll be a significant pickup for you this week and a hot commodity on the waiver wire. And uh, first of all, before we get to the games, uh, this is the first bye week, and the teams which are on bye this week, there's only two of them. Usually there's four, but it's the Chiefs and the Chargers are on the bye week this week. Two completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, the Chiefs are on fire and have been the day Terry left the building. And then the Chief, the Chargers, I I honestly was at that game. And now I've, I've seen enough. I don't get it. Like the Chargers got manhandled by Jaguars, who have they even won since. And then here, Seattle uh, made the Chargers look like a JB team. Now, this is a team, the Chargers. That are built to go to Super Bowl. Yeah, they and were predicted to go there this year. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. So the Chiefs are holding up their end of the bargain, and now they get a rest like they need it. And then the Chargers, who really need it, I guess it's coming a good time. Thursday night, got Ravens and Buccaneers. Ravens are a team ready to lose any given game in the final 60 seconds. And as you said last week, Lamar Jackson just not trustworthy And this week. <clears throat> Brady, way off this year. Now, he's got all kinds of problems going on, and he's just he shouldn't have come back the way it looks. Gus Edwards was solid for one game, but don't expect it again. I think Jackson comes back this week, but aside from him and Fournette, I'm laying off here. Keeping in step with this year's Thursday night snoozers, we have this matchup. So (laughs) after the Bears victory last night, which was probably their best game in a decade at least, these two are vying for the worst team in the NFL now, yet both are at at the top of their division somehow. Uh, I don't get it, but that's just the NFL these days. You know, I was on uh, Travis Tyler's uh, uh, fantasy football podcast earlier in the week. He asked me about the Thursday night. Is it, are we ever going to see a, a good game on Thursday night? And I told him, like I told you last week, the NFL really stick stuck it to Amazon with this one. I mean, every game is a snoozer. I don't. Think, I haven't looked at the schedule, but I guarantee there are no really, really great games because they're going to go for the uh, Monday night games and the Sunday night games for those best games that are nice matchups. And, of course, the Sunday games are the big audiences. They took Amazon's money and they said, eh, maybe next Thank year. Thank you. 
<laughs> Sunday, Broncos and Jaguars. Broncos are hurting. Jags are rising somewhat. Uh, Travis Etienne uh, was solid, 114 last week, and I expect more of the same, along with Kirk and Lawrence. Wilson has been injured for Denver, so keep your eyes on him. I don't think he's a play this week anyway. Yeah, I, I like Etienne, as I've been saying the last few weeks. This guy, he's the only guy the Jaguars have, especially now that Robinson's gone. Uh, and they just, uh, you know, I think since shutting out Indy and then smashing the Jaguars, of course, uh, the Chargers, the Jaguars have dropped uh, really without a parachute. And they're open losing. Uh, they've now lost five in a row. And uh, I think the Broncos, switching over to them, have nobody to consider. And, you know, where is Russell Wilson right now? Nobody's seen him in a while, not the one we know. And uh, all of a sudden, they're in free fall. So I think there's a very good chance that the Broncos, if they lose this game, get on the plane without their current head coach. You know, I, I we, we talked about Russell Wilson the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I'm wondering, you know, and looking at his play, and I noticed you talked about how he's missing guys. I'm wondering if he doesn't have some sort of eye injury, you know, that he's not seeing things. You know, I mean, eye injuries can be anything from a blur to a, you know, a cataract to anything. And I mean, he's pretty young to have a cataract or something. But you know, I'm, I'm wondering, are you seeing an injury there or something? Or are you just seeing a guy that's just not playing well? I just see a guy's not playing well. When I when I heard he had an injury, uh, and it's a hand. So I didn't hear I didn't hear about the injury until after the game. I'm thinking it was a shoulder injury because he can't throw, and a hamstring's got nothing to do with that. Yeah, and it's not. It has nothing to do with picking the right guy either. And um, he's looking really bad. I don't get what it is, but I'm not sure at this point in the season it's fixable. I think you're right. Panthers at Falcons. Donta Freeman seems to be the go-to back with McCaffrey gone. So I do like him game to game, but it's just game to game. I don't like him for the full season, a guarantee. But you know, that's it for these two teams going nowhere. Right. So the team who just fired his coach in <laughs> in uh was it Matt Rule and then Mayfer, Mayfield's finally on the bench, dominates the Buccaneers in what was supposed to be the NFL's top defensive unit. When we started this whole season, uh, currently playing like it's worse, right? And so yeah. uh, in playing the Falcons, the Mariota, uh, who the, quarter, uh, the quarterback, Arthur Smith, handpicked, is not a fantasy quarterback by any stretch. And three weeks ago, this team was two and two. People talking about how dominating they were. Well, they've lost two out of three, and they look like a high school team all of a sudden. So uh, first of all, nobody has Foreman, uh, as you were talking about in his five previous games. He had a combined 37 yards rushing. So I don't think anyone's jumping on his ship just yet because they're not playing Tampa again. Yeah, and, my, wife, uh, my wife cut him the week before he took off. <laughs> well, that's going to be a one and done. I got a feeling. <laughs> I think so, too. Outside of that, you don't have, they don't have anybody else. But, you know, he used to be a pretty reliable back, but I, I just don't see it uh, at this point. Bears and Cowboys. Bears, I'll defer to you. But on the Cowboys, Dak seems to be back. A little rusty at first, but that, we expected that. Zeke is running like the old Ezekiel Elliott. So I'd start both along with CeeDee Lamb. You know, Tony Pollard, I like, but it seems like you were saying last week, Jerry Jones has said, give Zeke the ball. And he's playing. It sounds like he's not playing well. He is. But it's just, in my opinion, I think in yours too, Tony Paul is better. And, uh, but unfortunately, Jerry Jones cuts the checks and then makes the decisions on who plays sometimes. And, and so when we talk about Dak Prescott, though, is Dak back? I mean, I was, I was playing back, but is he the same guy that he was when he left? Because when he left, he was terrible. And yeah. um, 
And so this is the first time back he plays the other worst defense in the league, which is Detroit. And so where he throws for, what, 200 yards and touchdown, didn't make any mistakes. But now he's got the Bears who just crushed the life out of the Patriots defensively. Tip balls, interceptions. I mean, Patriots can do anything. I don't care who was playing quarterback. And uh, and I think that de- that defense and the Bears found new life last night, as Fields did too. So all of a sudden, this team looks like a real team. I remember a couple comments that uh, uh, Aikman was making like, hey, this looks like real football all of a sudden out of this team. Uh, and, and he's right. So I don't know. I, I'm not so sure about the Cowboys right now. I'm not sure, sure, so sure about Dak Prescott either. I, I do like CeeDee Lamb because they don't really have any other passing options. And uh, and Zeke, yeah, I mean, he's a – if you got him, you've, you've obviously drafted him high, so you're going to play him. And I think, uh, uh, I, I think though, this could be sort of a – you know, I was wrong. I thought I thought the Bears were going to get smoked last night, and they didn't. And, and so I'm not so sure here. They're not – they didn't just turn things around. They may have, and I, I think you're right. I mean, at this point in the season, you know, what are we uh, going into eight games now? Seven games in, you know, not as much um, preseason as I used to have. You know, the preseason, maybe, you know, I, I think you you mentioned earlier, like you're in the third game of the season, you're just coming out of preseason, you know, yeah. because you used to have four and the starters aren't playing anyway in, the, in, in, what they're, in the games that they are uh, preseason games. So really it's like the first couple of games of the season is like preseason. Right. Dolphins, Lions, Lions. I do like Jamal Williams again. Uh, I think uh, Tua is worth a start if he's real in Miami. Now he had way too much time to throw in Pittsburgh, and he still didn't put up great numbers. But he had, but he got enough to win. That's not going to happen in Detroit. I like Detroit Lions defense here very much. Really, because this defense couldn't stop Ventura College. <laughs> There's, I don't know what's going on with that team, but defensively they are horrible. Now offensively they're just as bad. Uh, you know, I think as we were talking about a little while ago, if, the, if Pittsburgh's DBs could catch the ball, two would have had at least three or four interceptions that game. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I think this is a, a matchup of a bad offense in the Dolphins and a bad defense with the Lions. Somebody's got to win. Uh, I just don't know if it's a fantasy football win for anybody that's got a Dolphin or a Lion player. You know, I have to uh, take a look at next week, see how the Detroit defense did. Remember this conversation we had. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cardinals Vikings. I like Benjamin to carry the ball over Connor, who is facing a rib injury. I also like Ertz. I'm high on Hopkins, who seems to be back in place for some reason. Well, like uh, Dante Foreman in Charlotte, you know, Benjamin only had one game so far of doing something, which was last game. And I don't think I'd play him. I would, however, stick with Kyler Murray because this guy is legit. And they're going to be, this is going to be most likely, uh, they're going to wing it out or they're going to wing the ball in order to keep up with the Vikings because this is an offense. And uh, so as far as the Cardinals go, um, you know, I like uh, uh, what's the, the receiver just came back. Uh, Hop- Hopkins. Um, Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins, yep. I think, along with Murray. Um, that's about it. I, Zach Ertz has kind of had a pedestrian season so far. And, you know, I, but like I said, Hopkins is legit. And uh, as for the Vikings, though, I mean, this, if you got anybody on this team, including Cousins, uh, Dalvin Cook, and especially Je- uh, Jefferson, play them. Play them all. Yeah, that, that, there's nobody on that offense you're not going to play. I mean, it's just like, that. I mean, all the way down. Even even their, their secondary guys are better than most 
um, secondary guys in, in, in the league. Raiders Saints, Raiders and Enigma still. You have to play Josh Jacobs, but it all depends on which Derek Carr shows up. And Devontae Adams is good to go. Andy Dalton, solid last week for the Saints. And I'm good to go with him again, along with Olav and Taysom Hill, who got another touchdown. He only had one catch, but he got 10 points in fantasy, and that's good for a tight end. And Kamara, he's a must-start, too. And I've always liked Carr. I think the Raiders' O right now is red hot, especially Josh Jacobs. Adams, of course, you got to start him. But if I had Carr, I'd start him, too. Uh, I think he's hit that part of the season where things are starting to look – he is starting to look very comfortable, not making mistakes. And I think, as you mentioned, switching over to the Saints, Andy Dalton makes this team legit, and he makes people around him, like Chris Olave, a must-start, and Kamara as well. I am – I know you're high on Taysom Hill. I'm not so sure because a the biggest uh, the biggest missing piece to all to Taysom Hill's production is Sean Payton. I'm not so sure that uh, whoever it is I forget who their offensive coordinator. I don't know that he's got the creativity in play design or the play creativity in play calling that's necessary to keep Taysom Hill on a roll. I just wish they'd take him off uh, special teams. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quarterback, quarterback you know, you know, it's like, uh, I don't get any points for him on special teams because of what he plays, but he's, there's always a chance he's going to get hurt. Well, maybe they can start consulting with you during the week as yeah, far as really. game plan. <laughs> Patriots, Jets, Jets, Brees Hall out for the season with an injury. That means next man up is the newly acquired James Robinson and Michael Carter. Uh, should be a valuable commodity on the waiver wire. I'm not sure who the quarterback's going to be in New England. I mean, this was really a weird situation with um, Zappi and Mac Jones and Bill Belichick saying, you know, I talked to the quarterbacks that I was going to start Jones and then bring in uh, Zappi and then go back to Jones. And he didn't go back to Jones because the score was lopsided. And the rest of the team saying, you want to you let us in on this? You know, you didn't tell. And, and of course, Belichick's answer was, there was no in Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, you know, as far as breaking down this game, I, I, I agree. I think that, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, a defense. If you if you need a defense in your fantasy league, don't forget about the Jets uh, if they're still available, even because this is a legit team now. Um, they don't win with a lot of flash on offense, but obviously their defense is solid, and what obviously Brees Hall had given them a fantastic running game. Um, you know, the the Patriots, I think, though, they're going to bounce back. I don't I don't see Bill Belichick being down two games in a row. I think this is a team that's going to rally. Mac Jones is going to start again. Um, I, I think Ramonde Stevenson gets back on track. He did. He had a couple good runs. And uh, I, I don't I don't see them. You know, I don't see that running game slowing down any. And I think Jacoby Myers is going to get back on track. He's their leading receiver. Had an off night. But I think he gets back on track, too. And I think uh, Zach Wilson, you know, offensively, the Jets are not going to be anything. They're just not. I mean, Zach Wilson's not ready to be winning games yet. He's willing. He's ready. What he's doing is taking advantage of a great defense, uh, what was a great running game, and not making any mistakes. And I think he'll continue to do that. But because of that, I don't see any fantasy production out of them. Steelers-Eagles, Steelers a team in transition, to put it lightly. Uh, Pickett may not be a fantasy starter just yet, especially against the Eagles. I do like George Pickens, though. Uh, Eagles, Hurts, and the rest coming off a of bye week, so pick them against the Steelers defense. Hurts is solid here. Matter of fact, Hurts may be the best play of the week this, this coming week. Yeah, well, whoever's got them, guarantee they're playing them. 
<clears throat> you are the Pittsburgh expert, obviously. And then Pickett's finding out you can't just freewheel it like in the NFL, like you could in college, but he'll get it. And I think he's currently a little rattled though right now. Uh, so I don't really see a Steelers player that I would play right now anyway. Uh, and the Eagles are probably the best all-around team out there. And obviously Jalen Hurts is playing both in the run and pass game at the top of his games. And I think what A.J. Brown has given them over across the middle, they haven't had before. And and this is a guy that can, you know, bust a game open just because he can out-physical you. And, and then I think uh, Devonta Smith, He's due to get uncorked here pretty soon. I think this would be a good week to do it. Titans, Texans, Derek Henry is a go, but keep your eye on Tannehill. He's battling an injury. Now, unlike you, I know you're not a Davis Mills fan, but in Texas, I do like Davis Mills this week, and I love Damian Pierce here. What's not to? I think this is going to be a fantasy explosion between two running backs, Henry and Pierce. You're right. I'm not seeing much out of Mills, but uh, if I'm if I've got if I'm watching this game, I just get out of the way <laughs> and watch two offensive weapons go at it. Commanders, Colts, McLaurin and Robinson are a go for me. Uh, the Commanders, while well, I'm sold on Taylor's return, along with Pittman here uh, for, for the Colts, uh, Matt Ryan is dealing with an injury and he's been replaced. They've already announced that uh, Sam Ellinger is going to be the a starter against the uh, Commanders this week. And I think this is probably a good move because in terms of, Matt Ryan, is, I think they're looking for a spark. So they completely bypassed uh, what's the uh, Nick Foles in Nick favor Foles, of right. Sam Ellinger, who hasn't played in the NFL yet, but he's obviously a bigger, stronger physical body that can probably add something to the RPO game. But as far as the Colts season, I think they're done. Um, I don't see anyone in this game really on either side to consider in Washington, it's almost the same thing. I mean, they're hanging on by a thread, and Wentz is back, but doing the Wentz stuff that got him in trouble in the first place, which is hanging on the ball too long, forcing throws that really aren't there. And uh, I think, but like you said, McLaurin and Robinson, I think they're still legit because he's got to get the ball to somebody. Yeah. And uh, and obviously, Robinson is the freak uh, story of this season, playing you know after that gunshot wound, a couple of them he took. Here he is back playing again as a running back. And playing well. Yeah. Yep. Niners-Rams, uh, this is going to be an interesting game. It's a divisional game. Uh, it's a game the Rams need to win. Uh, R- Niners are playing well. Rams coming off a bye week, but they can't be counted on here, except for Cooper Cup. Uh, Niners looking forward to more from McCaffrey. Now he's finally getting a week to play in the offense instead of just coming in and saying, hey, guys, I'm in the locker room. I'm playing. And along with Aliuk and Kittle and Debo, I think you're solid here. Well, I, I yeah, I would think – to a degree. I think the only thing that gives me hope for the 49ers is they don't lose the, to the Rams unless it's an NFC championship game. And whatever that code is for breaking that defense down, uh, Kyle Shanahan's got it. Uh, obviously, now you said with another extra week, McCaffrey, uh, I think he's a great weapon. Um, and then obviously, Samuel and Kittle uh, typically go off against the Rams as well. Now you got Ayuk. So I think there's some weapons there the 49ers have that the Rams do not. Clearly, it's Cooper Cup and only him as far as the Rams go. They might lose by 30, but he's coming out of this game with 10 catches per 100 yards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and and probably two touchdowns, yeah. I, I You know, it's, it's the he's probably, you know, in the top five best players in the league. He's, uh, if you're drafting these days in a fantasy league, he's going to be top two. 
you know, and it, it's just amazing what he's done, and when, even when they're not playing well. And it's just, just he's fun to watch. I, I wish they could have a camera. I wish they could have a hard knocks just on him. Yeah. And watch, and, and for some of these young guys, because I coach him over at Ventura College, to see what a real work ethic looks like. Yeah. Uh, and here's a guy I know that comes in early, uh, practices, stays late, guaranteed, watches film, does everything he's got to do, work, sits there with the quarterback and figures out how to break down this player, this player, this player for this, this week's upcoming game. I love both the way him and Stafford go about their job. Giant Seahawks, Daniel Jones and Barkley plays here. Now, Daniel Jones is just playing well recently, and he has a tendency to slide, but I think he's good here uh, because Geno Smith and Lockett are solid as his walker for Seattle. Metcalf being looked at for an injury. Now, he may be out, which makes a good one a good play. I think this is a, a fireworks game. I think this is two, off, two offenses that just go off. They're hot right now. There's no doubt about that. The Giants, who would have thought they'd be, what are they, 6-1 and one right now? Yeah, no one saw that coming. At least of all me. But I think Mike Kafka on offense as a coordinator, and then um, uh, Martindale at, on defense has kind of settled this team in. They uh, they run the ball very well, of course, with Barkley, but they also do great play action fakes on it. Uh, this is something Daniel Jones just didn't invent himself against the Bears. Killed them, but he's killing everybody with it. And so he's a good athlete. He's now finally making good decisions. I think mostly because. He's matured a little bit, and their defense, he can rely on that. And he's got Saquon Barkley back healthy again. So I think Daniel Jones is doing nothing to lose a game, and he's now developing into, who would have thought, a very good dual-threat athletic quarterback that can also throw the ball. Yeah, the and so I think the quarterback yeah. drafted. You know. Yeah, right. And, and so and, and flip over to the Seahawks, you've got the, one of the hottest offenses in the league right now, in the, both offense and defense. And Geno Smith is legit and then of course we've talked about kenneth walker before uh they obviously lost your guy metcalf but i think what that's going to do is step up tyler lockett who's already great and uh they pretty much every third down he is the guy yeah. and so um you know i just think they're just going to keep getting better i think it's going to be a great game because you've also got two good defenses here Packers-Bills, I'm definitely off Aaron Rodgers against the Bills, as well as anyone except Tanya. I do like Tanya. I like the tight end to score here. And he may get one, he may get two. He may not get a bunch of catches, but I think he's going to be a touchdown guy this week. And uh, I, I think that that's the only play for me for the Packers. Are the Bills, pretty much anyone coming off a of bye week. Any, anybody you want to start, just throw them out there. Well, regarding the Packers, I agree with everything you just said, except everything you just said. I think that the Packers... You cannot count this team out, man. Every time, every season someone does, that's when they go off. And I think this is the perfect game because nobody sees them doing anything against the Bills. Great defense, great offense. You know, the Packers have been on this, what, three or four game slide now. Uh, but I do have a feeling like this will be a great game because they're going to be in Buffalo. Um, and I think this is exactly what Rogers is looking for. He's got what uh, Tanyan, who I think is an excellent tight end, going to be another good red, red zone weapon. And then uh, Lazar, of course, I thought he was their best player. Now he's going to be hurt. So that means Ren old Randall Cobb is going to step up. And I think Aaron Jones as well. And I think uh, this is going to be a great game. It's going to be a shootout. And obviously, Bills, they're as good as it gets offensively. But I think the Packers are going to 
come back to life against this Bills team. And it's a game where the weather doesn't matter. If it gets cold, both teams are cold weather teams. So that's good. (laughs) Monday night, Bengals-Browns. This is a key matchup in the AFC North. Uh, Bengals are rolling, so start them if you got them. And the Browns, Chubb and Cooper are plays. Joku looks like he's going to be out with an injury. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, Hey, ditto. Chubb is too good not to start. Amari Cooper is the Browns' best receiving option. And like you just mentioned, with Njoku possibly out, that lifts Cooper's performance up even higher. I think the potential of this game is for both teams, sky's the limit. The Bengals are now the Bengals from last season again. And so, like you just mentioned, if you've got a Bengal, start him. All right, there you have another edition of Kramer and Brill. Find out more by going to our website, KramerandBrill.com, or on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. For my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. We'll see you next time.